0: Not even the applause could drown out the self-criticism of my cynical alter ego. So I shut her up by mentally going through the pas de deux routine my partner, Ivan, and I, were to execute tonight. Pirouette, en l'air. Is the man with the fedora hat a critic or a reporter? I closed my eyes so I'd stop staring through the crack in the red curtains. Guessing at which people in the audience were ballet critics, journalists, or elite scouts was a futile endeavor. None of it mattered. Nothing mattered if I bombed the performance tonight. As soon as I'd closed my eyes, a man grabbed me from behind and carried me backwards. Stop goofing around, Ivan. I'm trying to focus on our big dance routine. He took a slow, deep breath against my hair, and then whispered in my ear, "'I'm not Ivan.' I froze. The sound of his voice, the deep vibrato inflection, had long since been burned to memory. Blake Rossi, hatred reserved for my ex-fiancée, had long since corrupted my shattered heart. I shouted, "'Help!' Blake slammed his hand over my mouth, muffling my screams. "'Shut up, Adeline.' A stagehand might actually think you're in danger. Stop being so melodramatic. I just want to talk. Privately. Melodramatics be damned. I'd rather go down in a blaze of bitch slaps than make my capture easy for him. I sunk my teeth between his thumb and forefinger, right over a thin white scar. For fuck's sake, Adeline. He pried his hand out of my mouth and threw me into a forgotten storage room where old props and costumes went to die. He slammed the door shut behind us. I stumbled away as gracefully as one could, in point shoes. As soon as I regained my balance, I whipped around and faced the man who professed his love for me the year prior. So much had changed between us, although neither of us appeared any different. Blake looked like everything money could buy. I didn't. Period. His Italian pedigree was intensified by his naturally tan skin and immaculately groomed, raven-colored hair. He was intelligent and dressed to match his narcissistic demeanor, aka, a gorgeous, psychopathic dickhead who knew just what to do and say to convince everyone he was a good guy. I hated that I'd fallen for his act. He removed his Gucci glasses, revealing his heart-stopping emerald eyes. Gazing into them was like staring at the devil and wagering your soul simply to catch a glimpse of his true intentions. So why was it so hard to look away? After all the broken promises he'd made, I should have just told him off right then and there. Yet my mouth refused to follow my intuition. So I let my middle finger do the talking. The corner of his eye twitched when he glanced at my hand. Smoothing out his Armani suit, he said, I'd hoped we'd act civilly. Act civilly? You just dragged me into a fucking closet. Instead of screaming out obscenities, I bit my lip. An outburst was exactly what he wanted. Opening a line of communication, even if it was simply me swearing at him, would please him. Besides, he could handle a few curse words. I'd said enough of them when he asked for the ring back. "'It's been too long, Adeline,' he said, rolling my name off of his tongue, like I'd burned him, not the other way around. "'But I still know you, and am certain there are things you want to say to me, my love.' I crossed my arms and glared at him. He was just trying to get a reaction out of me, antagonize me. Again. He eyed me from tits to ass. I was a piece of property. His property, to be exact. He may have deemed me unworthy for marriage, but he had no qualms with my physique. Dressed in a cream leotard and platter tutu, my attire didn't leave much to the imagination. He took his sweet time eyeing me over, Paying special attention to my legs. Always. My legs were my source of income, a potentially great income at that. That was one of the reasons I fell so damn hard for him in the first place. Our constant demand for perfection.